Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. If the most effective means profitable or consistently profitable, uh, then it's definitely those traders uh, who build a trading addiction, I would say. Uh, those who build a trading addiction usually give a lot of priority to their trading goals, right? Uh, you know, those who go all in don't want to see themselves as a failure. Uh, they always try hard. They pursue their vision. And even though they might fail a couple of times, they always stand back up and get going no matter what. Hi, share trader and journalist Caroline Stephen. What the heck is prop trading? Well, today's interview with Pavel Dusek from FTMO in the beautiful city of Prague, he explains it all. If you feel that if someone would just fund you, then you'd really be able to move in the markets, then you'll want to listen to today's interview. Pavel describes exactly what prop trading is and how it can shake things up for traders by providing capitalization so that you are effectively a mini fund manager. Louise Bedford today shares the latest scientific research on risk-taking for traders and why you might identify as one. And Chris Tate today shares what on earth a bid R spread is in a little trading and just how it works. But first, let's hear the latest scientific research from Louise Bedford in mind power. I love the study of risk-taking and there is a parasite. It involves a revolting little life cycle between rats and cats and humans and it increases risk-taking and one-third as an estimation one third of people are infected with this particular parasite. It is called toxoplasmosis. Now it starts out somewhere along the line where rats get infected with it or mice. They become more risk-taking. They end up out in the open more instead of being timid. They're quite entrepreneurial little things and they don't mind the smell of cat wee. So usually a mouse or a rat, they are absolutely repelled by cat wee and they will run a mile when they smell it. These little guys that are infected with toxoplasmosis, they don't mind the smell of it and therefore they hang out where the cats hang out. So the life cycle continues. The cat eats the rat or the mouse. Now the cat is infected with toxoplasmosis. 
The cat uses the kitty litter tray. We breathe in that kitty litter tray and bang, we have toxoplasmosis as well. Or the other place you can get it from is uncooked meat or insufficiently cooked meat. So if you like your steaks rare, you may have toxoplasmosis. Now, you wouldn't think that such a small little bug can create such amazing effects, but it can. Now, in humans, it has been shown in the one-third of humans that are infected with toxoplasmosis, they are more likely to engage in high-risk activities like skydiving, like skateboarding, like anything that could involve personal bodily harm. Frankly, my little daughter has just broken her foot in three places. She is so much a bullet agate. I wouldn't be surprised if she had toxoplasmosis. The interesting thing with this is that when they've studied traders, a higher percentage of traders have toxoplasmosis compared with the general population. Now, isn't that interesting? Basically, if you've ever lived with a cat, they say you're likely to have it. If you have ever had rare meat, then yes, you are likely to have it. So what is the use of this conversation? Why are we studying this? It's fascinating to me, firstly, that something so small can have such an overriding impact on our behavior. And if you do have toxoplasmosis, you'd better be aware that it does make you more gung-ho. It does make you less likely to follow the rules and more likely to be a bit of a rebel. It really comes down to the importance of a written trading plan every time. Now, I'd like to team this with another piece of research that has just emerged about traders and how they are self-aware and the ones that are self-aware are the ones that get a better trading results. Now, the study goes that those people who are aware of their own heartbeat, they are the ones who are more in tune with their excitability. Now, when they studied this group of traders, they found the ones that could tell you their heart rate and they do this test to see whether you know if your heart rate is in time with particular music. The ones that were good at detecting that even if it wasn't consciously detecting it, they were the ones that received a signal before they'd even fully analysed the weight of evidence of the chart and they knew that that was the one that they should purchase. Now, isn't that interesting? They're saying it beats that prefrontal cortex concept where you are analysing everything logically. They're saying it is more of a gut emotion. You've made that decision and then you use logic to bear that out and to make sure that yes, that is a good decision. So I don't know about you, but I am very aware of my own heart rate. It is fascinating to me and Chris Tate is as well. So have a think about when you're trading, what are the physical things you can detect? What can you feel in your body? Do you hold your breath when you put on a trade? I've called that trading apnea. Do you tense up before you actually hit that enter button? Can you feel your heart racing? These are the things we have to learn to consciously relax so that we can engage our prefrontal cortex, so that we can 
learn the rules, study the rules and apply the rules of trading so that everything is conscious rather than it being a subconscious process. Because if it's subconscious, it's extremely hard to duplicate. When you move into the future, unless you can articulate why you're getting in and why you're getting out and why you're putting that much money into the position, then you're going to have trouble bringing that forward into future trades. So I just thought you'd like to hear some of the latest research with trading. I'm curious about toxoplasmosis and parasites. I hope you are too. I find it truly bizarre. And that heart rate study, I find absolutely fascinating. So take this with you into your trading week. Be aware of your body as you trade and make sure that you are the one influencing your decisions rather than some bizarre little parasite. And now it's time for a little trading with Chris Tate. This segment is ideal for the time-pressured trader with the short attention span. CT, what is a bid-ask spread and how does it work? It's this notion of highly liquid instruments. Highly liquid instruments have a close bid-ask spread. Bid-ask spread is literally how much is someone going to sell it for, how much does someone want to buy it for. E-liquid instruments have a very, very large spread. And so to get set, you instantly give up part of your profit. Highly liquid instruments are frictionless. So if you look at uh, FX, FX is highly liquid. In the major pairs, liquidity is extraordinary. The spread is a single pip. It is the smallest move possible for that given instrument. It is tiny. But you look at an illiquid share and you might have an instance where you know, the buyer is at 40 cents and the seller is at 60. If I'm to sell, I instantly give up 20. If I'm to buy, I instantly give up 20. And there's nobody in the middle. And that's a reflection of the lack of price discovery, which is a reflection of the lack of liquidity. Hi, this is U.S. memory champion Chester Santos, the international man of memory. I listen to Caroline at Talking Trading. So you think you've got what it takes to be an exceptional trader. Have you ever felt that if someone would just fund you, then you'd really be able to shake up your trading? Well, this next interview with Pavel Dusek will be an eye-opener. You see, after an evaluation course, Pavel's company, FTMO.com, funds traders with accounts of up to $100,000. Your profitability and risk management are key areas they look at. It's like you're a mini fund manager with someone else's money. But not only does he provide financial backing, you're also teamed with a trading psychologist to help you work through your challenges. Pavel Dusek from the beautiful city of Prague, the capital of the Czech Republic, also known as the city of 100 spires. Hello and welcome to Talking Trading. Hi, Caroline. Pleasure to be here with you. Thanks so much for the invitation. My pleasure. My early morning, your late evening. Pavel, what is prop trading and how does it work? Right. Uh, so prop trading or proprietary trading means that a company, hedge fund or any financial institution uh, deploys own traders to trade companies' capital. 
this is the main difference between retail traders who normally trade their own money and the company or institution that provides capital to own traders. Uh, prop traders, you know, then uh, risk the money of the company uh, and not their own, right? Uh, well, obviously, the prop firms don't want to lose their capital, so they will only employ those traders who can provide any audited track record or, in most cases, uh, uh, prove their trading qualities, profitability, but uh, most importantly, risk management, right? So traders who work for prop firms are usually driven by percentage profit share or bonuses for certain targets. Now, uh, FTMO is somehow very specific when it comes to proprietary trading, as we don't have any trading floor. Uh, you know, all our traders trade from their home locations from anywhere in the world. So before we actually allow any retail trader to trade our money, we need to be sure that he or she can trade well and obviously being profitable, right? So for the purpose, uh, we have developed our own evaluation process where we measure traders' progress according to our very basic risk management rules. And this process is a demo trading for one month in the first stage and two months in the second stage. Prop trading of the future. What sort of trader yeah. tends to make it? Uh, well, to be honest, um, we usually see a greater success among discretionary traders. Uh, there are also traders who use uh, EAs or expert advisors, and many of them actually succeed in our evaluation process. But you know, generally speaking, those manual traders usually have higher success. Also, traders who specialize, who are specialized um, for only a few particular assets, uh, usually have greater success over those who you know uh, deploy their strategy in various instruments. For example. Uh, we have a very talented traders who only specialize in trading, let's say, uh, GBP, British Sterling, right? So they have a feel for that market and know from their own experience how those Forex pairs with GBP behave. Uh, these traders know that they simply cannot deploy that, that trading system, for example, on NASDAQ or S&P 500 or crude oil, etc. Uh, if, if one strategy works in Forex, not necessarily it must apply commodities, indices, or stocks. Um, well, I hope it makes sense this way. It does, yes. Is there a trading personality that you think tends to be more effective amongst your prop traders? That tends to be the most effective? Mm. Uh, well, um, if the most effective means profitable or consistently profitable, uh, then it's definitely those traders uh, who build a trading addiction, I would say. Uh, those who build a trading addiction usually give a lot of priority to their trading goals, right? A trading addiction. So, Is that what you exactly. said? Exactly. Uh, sorry, exactly. With, that, with that Prague Those who are accent. really addicted to trading, right? So, uh, you know, those who go all in don't want to see themselves as a failure. Uh, they always try hard. They pursue their vision. And even though they might fail a couple of times, they always stand back up and get going, no matter what, right? Uh, one of our traders uh, said it very precisely, you know, failure is not the option. <laughs> also, we see, you know, that's surprising, you know, we see, we see that women in general usually approach trading very differently than men. Uh, as opposed to men, you know, female traders are usually much more careful in what they do. They study the rules before they get in. And they avoid unnecessary risk. 
that that's sort of a known phenomenon that that we fall in with, and we identified it among our traders as well. Burnout. How do traders avoid? Yeah. How do traders avoid burnout? Uh, well, uh, traders often face burnout when when they lose motivation, right? Uh, if they have no vision and nowhere to grow professionally, uh, that's when they might stall and experience, you know, those those symptoms of burnout. So many traders actually aim much higher than trading their own pocket money, and that's actually where we fit in. You know, uh, the capital allocation we give them uh, can completely change their lives, right? Imagine you struggle with your month-to-month savings, and you only make uh, maybe a few hundred dollars only, right? Whereas if you trade our $300,000, those profits can absolutely shift things around, isn't it? In order order to keep traders motivated, uh, we give them a vision, a vision of extra gains, right? So we have something called a scaling plan where the consistently profitable traders can continuously benefit of having a consistent flow of increments, you know, as they progress. So the best thing is, that we only want them to score 2.5% a month and we scale up their account with 25% in a four-month cycles. And there's no ceiling on how much they can get. As long as our traders, you know, as long as they profit, so do we. It's a win-win scenario and that's that's extremely motivating in my opinion. Let's talk about yeah, yeah. risk management methods. What are some of the key ones that your traders follow? Um, we actually have five simple rules, right? So the, the most important from the investor's perspective, the most important rule uh, rules are the drawdown rules. Uh, we actually have two drawdown rules. One is the overall drawdown, and the second is daily drawdown. So we call these rules maximum loss and maximum daily loss because it's actually not that you know the exact definition of a drawdown. Uh, the typical drawdown takes into account your close balance. And if your account grows, uh, the drawdowns are calculated from your highs. Uh, and on the other hand, our maximum loss is calculated from the initial balance of the account. So if, let's say, if you grow your account, your drawdown we allow you to take will grow simultaneously. You know, it gives you much more room for error and obviously a greater buffer, right? And our maximum daily loss uh, ensures that the trader doesn't lose too much at any given day so that he can he or she you know they can trade tomorrow as well so that they don't blow up the account right in in any single day and uh, another rule we have is that our traders must have at least 50 percent positive days in the testing phase and trade for at least 10 days and and then obviously there's a profit target so these are the rules for the evaluation process and once trader is funded by us, uh, when he passes this evaluation process, so, you know, uh, we are very loose on these rules. So we only care about the drawdown. We have removed the 50% uh, rule and there is no profit target to chase at all. So we only care that traders, you know, respect the drawdown rules, this maximum loss and the maximum daily loss. That's it. So how do traders get involved? Uh, it's very easy. Uh, People can go to talkintrading.com.au forward slash FTMO or uh, tradinggame.com.au forward slash FTMO and uh, they get to configure our challenge. Uh, the, you know, the price will be automatically discounted. 
we normally don't provide any discounts. So this is a special bonus for the listeners of your podcast and uh, and those and the clients of uh, Louis and, and Chris, uh, the trading game. And Pavel, before you go, I'd just love you to reiterate how exactly prop trading can shake things up for people. The biggest problem actually is that traders, uh, uh, they have a problem trading their own money, right? When you trade your own money, traders are usually afraid to lose their own hard, hard-earned hard savings. So the prop firm is actually here, you know, the traders will be trading money of the company and it actually helps them to, you know, to tackle this problem of undercapitalization, right? So uh, traders have nothing much to fear and the company knows or the prop trading firm, the prop trading firm knows that those traders have been evaluated in a certain way, whether it's the audited track record or these traders have, have gone through testing phase, like in our case. We evaluate our traders, so we have the guarantee or we have the, uh, the best chances for these traders to be successful on the long run and once they get funded as well. So that is our aim. You know, We want our traders to be disciplined. We want our traders uh, to be consistently profitable and we give them the best support that we can, whether it's uh, in the form of our trading applications that we have developed, whether it's in the form of the articles uh, that, that we post on our blog, whether it's the analysis that we post daily, or, you know, the, the performance psychologist, as I spoke about, you know, that, that's probably the greatest benefit that we give to all our traders. Great. So that's talkingtrading.com.au forward slash FTMO or tradinggame.com.au forward slash FTMO. Pavel Dusek from the city of 100 spires over there in Prague. Thank you very much for your time coming on to Talking Trading. Thank you too, Caroline. I appreciate it. And that's all for today. Stay tuned for next week's show to hear options trader John Locke from Lock In Your Success on options trading and how to get the best out of your trading plan. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a good week in the markets. Take care. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week... Happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.